Hey everyone, welcome back to Amplify Your Impact. In today's episode, I am giving you the interview I did with Ryan Margolin. He is one of the entrepreneurs that I interviewed about how he, and he actually has, he's part of a family-owned business, and how their business has had to majorly adapt to the coronavirus pandemic. They actually had to completely shift what they were manufacturing. So right after the episode intro, we're gonna get right into my interview that I did with him. I left my failing business that resulted in thousands of dollars of debt and almost killed my passion for entrepreneurship to set out on a journey to build a business I could enjoy doing the rest of my life. I went all in to learn a new skill and found myself in the world of funnel marketing. Now I get to talk to entrepreneurs who are creating mass movements and empowering others. I don't know how I'll do it yet, but I know I want to join them. Follow me on my journey as I speak with top entrepreneurs to learn the strategies they are using to build their movements and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Susan Leonardson, and this is Amplify Your Impact. But today I have Ryan Margolin, Margolin, sorry, Ryan Margolin, (laughs) I knew I was going to screw that up, Um, and he is here to tell us what his company, um, with his family, it's a family-run business, what they are doing. So Ryan, why don't you let everyone know uh, what it is that you guys do, what is your company, and what were you doing before all this happened? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Susan. Uh, Listen, thanks for having me on. Um, So our company is called Professional Hair Labs, and we are a manufacturer of cosmetic bonding adhesives, scalp treatments, shampoos uh, for the hair and beauty industry. Uh, We've been in business for about 25 years. So, uh, you know, over the years, we've built a very uh, reputable brand, uh, which is now probably the most well known in in, in the beauty industry for what we do. Um, So, yeah, I mean, look at in a nutshell that that's that's the services we provide. You know, private label, uh, our own brand. Uh, we provide you know a, a lot of services underneath for our clients. You know, such as uh, you know marketing support and and things like that when it comes to you know branding their their own private label products. Uh, so we 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 provide a full scope service for that. That was awesome. So walk us through what what happened. I don't know when you guys started making the shift. Was it like a month or so ago? But what what did what was going through like everyone's minds at your at your company of like oh my gosh like we've got to do something different yeah so the moment that actually happened i mean look we we've, we've all been watching this play out you know over the last few months and uh nobody was really certain how uh, badly it would impact you know our own environment um we were watching it spread to china throughout europe and then the united states and it got to a point where we realized it started in Europe for us. Uh, we didn't know how they were going to handle it in the United States, whether they were going to handle it by, you know, um, issuing a mandatory, you know, shutdown of all non-essential companies or whatnot. So we started to get a little bit more traction on it on the European side. So the government then decided they were going to put some restrictions in place. And when they put the restrictions in place, we realized, okay, we're going to have to really look at this now. So we had a discussion, you know, with with all of our employees, and we had to, you know, shift a few things around. And the idea was brought to us that, hey, look, you know, in order, you know, there's going to be a, a really big need for hand sanitizer. So we we're like, okay, well, how do we get that route? How do we get that route to get to market as quickly as possible? That was only uh, two weeks ago. So within five days, we we sourced materials, labels. We had bottles in house, obviously, because of what we do. Uh, we went to the necessary. Um, uh, notification portals uh, for cosmetics throughout Europe. We got all of that set within five days, and uh, the next, the following week, we're moving into the 
really the third week of this now. Um, but within five days, we we opened up the channels to supply about 30,000 units. So that ensured two things. Uh, you know, people, we, we had to operate, we had to narrow down and operate with limited resources, obviously, for safety purposes. We weren't just going to let everyone continue to work in the same environment that we had been working in, you know, for years. So um, we moved some re- employees remotely uh, to home, and they're working from there right now. And then we kept uh, the facilities to ensure that we uh, we have the ability to continue to produce. So you know we're generating revenue, um, you know we're keeping people in jobs, and we're just doing what we can to contribute as well. Because look, I mean, everyone is essentially facing the same problem now. So it's really about how we can work together and utilize our own resources to give something back. Um, so it's a win-win for everyone at the moment on our side, and we're going to continue to keep that ball rolling. Absolutely. So this is like kind of the the epitome of having a business and realizing like we're not going to probably do as well in this climate as normal. And instead of just trying to like ride the storm out, which you maybe in a way still are, you actually went and looked for like, what could we actually do that's going to solve a problem that people are currently facing? And um, that's amazing. I applaud you guys for, for doing that and also saving your employees. I mean, a lot of people, like you, you were telling me right before we jumped on live that you have, um, you said you do manufacturing in the U.S. and in Ireland, right? Manufacturing, was that right? I think we're a little bit delayed yeah, now. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> yeah, so we do, we, we have two locations. Oh, sorry. It's a, it could be my connection. So I was. Are just, we good? I, th- I think we're good. I was just going to say that. Um, in you said in the U.S., you guys have had to go on lockdown. Like you aren't even doing much of anything here. But in, I think it's in Ireland that you are manufacturing the hand sanitizer. I might have that backwards. And uh, and you're able to keep your doors open, you're keeping your employees employed, and you're able to still pay them. And I think that's really important in realizing like now you're considered an essential business, whereas before, if you hadn't changed and pivoted, you would have also you would have been closed down and no one would be in work. And guys, we have a bit of a delay. Yeah. (laughs) Go ahead. Yeah, so no, that, that that's 100% correct. Um, You know, one of our key challenges, obviously, in this climate is now regardless of what aspect of manufacturing that you operate in, materials are uh, in short supply and especially materials around hand sanitizer. So we've built, you know, decent relationships over the years with a lot of, you know, the companies we use to buy raw materials. And uh, luckily for us through those relationships, we've been able to obtain, you know, a set amount of, of, of materials to to ensure that we can continue to do this. Um, you know, in Florida, we, we had to make the call last week to close things down just as a preventative measure. And then a couple of days ago, the, the governor uh, of Florida actually, you know, made it mandatory. So uh, we're going to keep, we're going to keep running with that flow. Uh, some employees over there are working remotely. Um, you know, some of our employees, uh, you know, have, we, we've had to temporarily just say, look, stay at home just to protect yourself, which they're still being paid for. Look, this, this is, this is not a game where we're like, you know, well, look, if we're going to get hit, everyone else is taking a hit. We, we really appreciate, you know, our team and, and the effort they put in and what they do to contribute. And we want to make sure that, you know, number one, they're looked after, but number two, you know, we don't lose anyone. You know, this is, these are challenging times. And, you know, for companies who have some really good people on their team, um, you know, this would be the one time where they they might lose them. You know, if if, if they can't uh, if they can't 
continue to, you know, to, to provide them with, with they, what they need. Absolutely. So kind of, there's a lot of questions up in the air right now. No one really knows when and how, like when this is going to end, how long we're going to be dealing with this. Um, but you guys are going to keep moving forward with this plan as long as there's a demand for it. Is that correct? Absolutely. And look, I mean, moving forward, there's there's always going to be a demand for it. Uh, it's just a matter of when the market starts to level. Um, you know, this could be this is really the time to start building, you know, bigger relationships and more strategic relationships as well. You know, this is see this this is a, a very big hit for a, for a lot of small businesses and even including ours. Um, but really, I believe it's all about how you look at it and how you're willing to pivot or transition into supplying a service that can solve a problem. A lot of people are afraid to sell their services in their climate. And I'm a firm believer is that, look, if you can solve a problem, go solve it for people. You know, it's don't be afraid of it. Don't be ashamed of it. You know, no matter what you do, there's going to be somebody who's going to think you're exploiting the current, you know, uh, uh, you know, the pandemic. But really, it, look, at the end of the day, it, this is just about, you know, being strategic about your next moves and building relationships that you might not have been normally in a position to build. That's great, great advice. I think we're a, a lot of people that are going to watch and hear this um, and almost everyone in the world right now is in a time of unknowns and a time of like, we've got to start adapting and shifting what we're doing, even if it's just our messaging that we're putting out there. I've been seeing so many commercials coming out um, that are, are that like just we just shifting their message because people still need things. People still need to be purchasing things, but you might just need to be talking about it in a different way that helps them to connect it to that particular pain that they're in right now. And, or you might need to do what you did and totally shift and actually create another product. Absolutely. And you know, it, it, it's funny you say that because only um, a couple of nights ago, you know, we're, we're doing, you know, we have to go out and obviously get some food. And I was in one of the supermarkets, the big chains here called Tesco. And, you know, their, their tagline or slogan is, you know, every little helps, but you know, they, they, they adapted their, their, their slogan and their tagline to the times and says now more than ever, every little helps. So it is sometimes just about that little slight change in messaging to really, you know, bring people in and relate to, you know, the current issues that we're facing. Um, and then in other cases, as you said, uh, it, it is really about you, you have to totally pivot and try something that you haven't tried before or do something that you know you have the resources and the infrastructure to do, but you just don't know how to do it. And that was the same for us. You know, uh, you know, manufacturing goods for us is what we know. Um, but realistically, there's still a lot of nuances, in, you know, in the process that, you know, is not uniform across every single product. So when we were looking at the hand sanitizer, we tried a lot of different, you know, products. And, um, you know, within a matter of 72 hours, we were able to formulate something that was suitable for the market. So at that point now, uh, because of the systems that we had in place and the processes of how to develop a product, um, we, you know, we were really happy that we could bring a timeline, you know, of 90 days for a product development down to 30. But now we're even, you know, we're even prouder of that because, you know, we've been able to bring it down from 30 down to five days. And um, it, it wasn't perfect by any means, but, you know, it's it's there now and it's in the market and, you know, we're selling it and we're making improvements as we go along. That's amazing. I love, I, I love hearing about people like you and companies like you that have just 
rather than letting this this stop everything for them and they kind of and people just kind of freezing up right now like I don't know what to do you're actually taking action and I love that you used the word that it wasn't perfect that is what I'm all about um people that have been following me they know that I'm all about like being imperfect and just taking that action and that's what you guys exactly did like let's just figure it out and go and do it yeah. um Ryan absolutely if people yeah if do you have any first of all do you have any um other other uh words of wisdom or parting advice that you'd like to give other businesses out there that are in the same situation that you found yourself in, um, in, in needing to adjust. Yeah. I mean, look, I could, I could go down a multitude of different roads, but I think for all of us as a team and what, what I really try to instill in, in the culture of the company is that, you know, let, let's not manage our time, but more so manage our focus. You know, because look, time can get away from us. If we're managing our time, we're trying to fit multiple things into that time that we have. But if you're managing your focus, everything else becomes irrelevant. So, you know, the, the, to me, once you have a, an idea, it's really about working backwards to see, okay, what do we need to do over this period of time that we're giving ourselves? And then just really focus in on just getting those done and just eliminating time as, as a, as a, um, just as, as anything time just doesn't exist it's like okay we, we focus in we know what we need to do one two three four five and this is going to be the end result and once everyone is in alignment with that um it makes things a lot easier and a lot quicker to get to where you're going that's that's great thank you so much now you your uh company which is called remind me one more time um professional hair uh, labs right i just found it real quick that's right yeah <laughs> um you are primarily uh or only business to business there there may be some do you do like um do you allow like affiliate marketers or anything like that or um just purely you send you just sorry i'm, I'm stumbling my words yeah. um, i'm just wondering if there's any any reason for anyone watching to be able to connect with you if you're business to business there might not be very many listeners um that would need yeah. to <laughs> connect with you but i want to give people a chance to yeah. be able to if they want to of course. And look, I mean, we're, we're a niche business. Uh, it's a niche product. Um, we don't do affiliate marketing or we don't work with sales brokers. And the reason being is we, we try, we, we protect our brand. Um, they, look, there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different reasons as to why we do that. And, you know, most importantly, you're looking at, you're looking at a climate where you've got a lot of these, you know, big manufacturers and, and big brands consolidating their global distributors to control the marketplace, you know? One example might uh, I'd give is you know you look at Under Armour and look at the impact and the market penetration they had under under Nike right, and uh, Nike learned a big lesson there and they're they're consolidating their you know distribution channels to I think they're they're bringing it down they're aiming over the next years to bring it down to forty or fifty, so what's going to happen is in my eyes is that all of these small retailers who are currently carrying their brands are no longer going to be able to get them and they're going to start shutting down one by one because they don't have the big brands to get in the football to sell the other products, right? So that's that's the kind of reason that we control our brand. Um, we do nurture, we, we deal with uh, you know the consumer on every level, we just don't sell to them. But what that enables us to do is enables us to take control of our you know supply chains and create the demand for our distributors rather than leaving it in the distributor's hands to create the demand for us. And that's worked very well for us. And that's probably the, the main reason why we um, we would be the market leaders in, in, in our space because um, we just didn't leave it to everyone else. We figured out a way, it's a win-win for everyone. And we can organically build our brand without you know spending you know hundreds of thousands of dollars a month on advertising. 
That's great. I, that's great advice. Um, a lot of us probably don't really realize that that is, that is an issue, but it totally makes sense. Ryan, is there anything else people need to know? No, I look, I think that's it. Uh, you know, the only other, you know, advice that I can give is just, you know, let's knuckle down and, and, and work our way through this. It's going to be, it's going to be defining moments for, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of businesses across the world. So uh, the only thing you can do is just do what you do best and just reassess, focus and pivot if you need to. Some companies are, are excelling in this, uh, in this current climate. And they just, they're fortunate because they, they, they currently su supplying or providing a service, which will help now. But uh, most people, unfortunately, are not in that position. So, um, you know, just breathe and take some time to think about it. And, you know, there's always an angle. So you just have to find it. Thank you so much for joining us, taking your time and sharing just kind of your story and hopefully inspiring others that are watching and needing to go through the same change. And Ryan, I appreciate your time here today. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it, Susan. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to this episode of Amplify Your Impact. If you're loving what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review to help others like you discover the show. Do you have a course or info product that you're trying to get out into the world and make an impact, but you're struggling to figure out how to do that? I know that it can be hard and that's why I want to get on a free call with you. So you can tell me your goals, what you're trying to accomplish, what message you're trying to get out there into the world and see if I can help you come up with a plan and really figure out how to sell what you have to offer to truly amplify your impact and empower others. To jump on that call with me, go to susanleonardson.com forward slash discover.